what is up coming to you live from the jungle the home of our little tiger it's time for another episode of dre's geek philosophy podcast it's episode 271 it is march 28th 2022 and uh, it is the day after the Oscars, and I'm not really going to say anything about what happened, because honestly, my entire social media feed has been nothing but memes and commentary on what uh, Will Smith did last night, aside from when uh, the best actor for the first time in his life, he kind of ruined everything. Emotionally, uh, no, I'm not gonna get into it. It's, it's just, it, it, I have been inundated with it. I, I think a uh, web comic, The Oatmeal, nailed it perfectly with a comic where, where there was a person open up a laptop and it was just get getting pelted in the face over and over by the image of Will Smith back uh, laying the the five fingers of the face of Chris Rock, and that's all we're gonna say about that. I'm sure we're gonna have some people come into our live chat. And ask me about my feelings, and I'm going to have to repeat myself later on in the episode. Because no one ever joins right when we go live here. And if you're watching live, you may get to hear the soft tones of rain in the background as it has been pouring today here in Southern California. How is everybody doing tonight? I know for anyone listening to the podcast, that's a rhetorical question, but I'm hoping that there is a live viewer or two that's not popping up on my screen since Facebook does not like to show me when someone's actually watching. Uh, this this weekend, I, I spent the weekend uh, feeling not so great. I, I didn't get to watch the crazy Oscars. I, I, was, I was literally checking them on Twitter. Look, I was looking for something else. I was trying to find... A performance of the song from Encanto, "We Don't Talk About Bruno," which uh, the, the here in the uh, the Tiger family, the, the Tiger crew, we we love that movie and we love all the songs, which coincidentally were also written by Lin Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, another <laughs> piece of work that we love in this house. I was, I was just trying to track it down, and then while I was tracking down, the the the, the thing happened live on Twitter, and I just yeah. <laughs> to the face of all that nonsense so uh, not much uh, something cool happened last week I discovered the the fastest way to get people to go to my YouTube page is to grab a hold of a game that hasn't come out yet and make a video of me opening a box full of them I, I grabbed a case of Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and this is actually the first time I remembered the full title because I just kept thinking, "Oh, it's that new Kirby game, it's that new Kirby game." And the boss would be like, "What's the name?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's Kirby and the something or other. It's the one where you can suck up a car and he turns into a car." Because <laughs> uh, Kirby before was just kind of just a, a endless void. He just sucked things up and he maintained his cute purple or pink puffy self. But I guess in this new game, I guess they, they, it's gone from two dimension to three dimension. It's three dimensional Kirby. Uh, I I didn't grab a copy because it's not in the budget right now. Uh, I I do love Kirby games. I think every Kirby game I got when I worked for Nintendo, I played all the way through because they're just they're fun. They're just delightful little games, and 
every little thing Kirby does is just cute and delightful, and the, the games are just challenging enough that that a, a person who doesn't know anything can't, can't beat them. But like, if you're a savvy gamer, it, it is a challenge. It's like, oh, it's not impossible. But this is fun. It just it, the, the music always gets me. And then Kirby does a cute little dance whenever you finish a stage. Just, they're, they're, trust me. You have to trust me if you've never played a Kirby game. They are just delightful games. So I'm very happy to see that the, that that's one franchise that Nintendo continues to put out. One of the bosses is like, is Kirby even a thing? You know, why are so many people ordering Kirby? I'm like, because Kirby's fun. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's what video games are supposed to be. They're supposed to be fun. And, and at its core, Kirby games are fun games. So what I discovered, yeah, I, I did a, a quick one minute. Uh, I, I unboxed a sealed case. I was showing the side of the sealed case. I was showing the, the, the model number and everything. I, I cracked that sucker open. And I did it on Facebook Live. And I, I didn't even check the video. I, I, I took the quick one minute video. And then, and then ran to my boss's office because it's always better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. That's what. Uh, that's what I was like. Hey, I made a video of Kirby. Is it cool if I post it on my YouTube? <laughs> if not, I'll go delete it. And the boss was like, "Yeah, you should make one for. <laughs> you should make one for our, one of our other business. Make those for our business too." I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'll go make one for <laughs> for our actual business, and then I'll go deal with mine." <laughs> I go grab another case of Kirby, crack that open, do that for our business Instagram, which that one actually did numbers too. And so I go back to my desk. I I, I hastily grab the one minute video off of Facebook, throw it on YouTube, and I I don't even check it. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then it, it, it's doing numbers because people on, on YouTube, there's the, the games. Now it was the day before it came out. This was Thursday, and uh, people were searching for Kirby. And, uh, it, uh, day before, day of, see if anybody had got their hands on it and had gameplay. But I guess people found my video or watching it, and then uh, one of the comments made fun of the the oh nice video editing, and I was like, hmm, and I I I I, I, I opened up the video, and the the video looks like it was filmed on a Motorola Razor in two thousand and two. It's just pixelated and grainy. It's a, it's like a it's video it's a video game snuff film. And I was like, "Oh no!" And it's like it's it for for my dinky little channel, which only at at that at that point only had fifty something subscribers. Uh, I was like, "Oh no, this is bad! It's doing this. People are gonna find this video, and it's bad quality." And I scrambled back to the warehouse, grab another case of Kirby, because I knew we were gonna sell through them. So I'm like, "I'll just go grab another case." take it to the conference room, not do a live video. I'm going to just do it just on my phone camera. It's it's a pain in the butt, which I will not go into the details of why I, I choose to do it on Facebook Live all the time rather than make the video and then upload it. And so I, I record it on my phone, then I go through the laborious process of trying to get uh, YouTube to accept the video from my phone. And then, but, but the, the damage has been done. That first video is the video that everyone finds, even though I, I uploaded that high definition, high definition video. It's clean. It's beautiful. I, I actually had all, I had everything prepared verbally as well the second time around. But that first video is outpacing the the second one. 
because naturally it's, it was the first one. Even though I, I put links in the video. There's a there's a card in the video that says HD version. Click here. The 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 comment at the very top is Hey, click here to see a version of the video that doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, for 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 my little channel, that that thing is normally my videos. I, let, let's just be honest. I'm still like a relative, you know, nobody in in this vast. Uh, YouTube gaming landscape like my videos normally do between one to five views uh, this thing is like for the first day each video each of the videos is over 200 views which is you know hey that's 10,000% better than what I normally do which I hey cool I I picked up some subscribers it was, it, it was awesome I'm so thankful but it was just uh just I was just mad at myself just like oh Made one that I didn't check the video. I just had to. Like, it, I was scrambling as fast as I could, but it, it's awesome. We were up to like 64 subscribers, so we're getting closer and closer to to our our our, our goal of getting to 100 su subscribers for the YouTube channel, so we can get rid of bunch of name, bunch of letters, bunch of numbers at the, at the as our URL for the for the YouTube page. It's like we take little steps. We're 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 building up. Although uh, something else uh, today, uh, we were working on something else today at work, which might, may may help my viewership or, or hurt it. I'm not sure. We're we're gonna, we're, we're setting up a, I guess we're gonna have a virtual store for some of our products, and uh, uh, the the boss man uh, uh, after debating it for a while, he's gonna have me be the be one of the hosts of this virtual like auction. It's it's this thing called the whatnot. So I'm going to be the one of the faces of it. Yeah. One of the other ma managers is like, are, are you sure you can do this? You, do, are you comfortable uh, being in front of a camera? I'm like, I do it every Monday. I've done it every Monday for the last five years. I, I, th I think I can handle it. <laughs> you, you think you can handle the negativity? I'm like, right. <laughs> I've had plenty of people on, on Twitter crap all over me calling me a racist calling me a, a, a hater of people so I'm like I, I think I'll, I'll weather a bunch of like nerds telling me I suck at auctioning games I, <laughs> it's like I, I, I'm in the I'm in this magical warehouse and you're not I think I'll, I think I'll be okay <laughs> I'm on the other side of the glass so to speak so that we that that's gonna be happening soon I'll, I'll probably I, I may or may not be promoting it on on my social medias, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be finding me the other way around because they're going to want like, how can I get these games? I want these games. Oh, I want the rare games. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting thing. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I put out a, a separate video today. I'm I'm still trying to capitalize on, on the the tidal wave of views over the weekend from from Kirby. Uh, I, I put out a, a, a video that uh, I know. Oh, hey, Daniel Wong, welcome to the show. Uh, a, a couple of my friends watched this morning. I, I put out a video. I, I I realized I need to leverage a lot of this, you know, Nintendo rep stuff that I have. That like, oh, only you know, a, a fraction of a fraction of people actually have access or actually kept this stuff. Uh, and so, oh. Well, I'm gonna do a DS download stage. I'm like, no, no. I, I, it's funny because I, I did a quick Google Google a Google search. 
to see if anybody else had any videos like this. I'm like, no, there really isn't anyone like because not a lot of people thought of doing this. So I cracked up, cracked. <laughs> Here I keep talking about I'm totally fine at doing live videos and I'm tripping over my tongue. <laughs> Uh, put together a video and it, it, it actually was very happy with it. I was like, oh, what does it download? Well, it, the, the the DS download station, it had demos. This was before, you know, people were connecting their DSs online. I mean, you could connect your DS online, but it was a, this was Nintendo's alternative to actually making demos available online, which they do now on the on the eShop, but the the joke has always been Nintendo's always get five to ten years behind in social technology. They're, they they don't like to adopt things immediately. They like to wait and see everybody else do it, and then they're like, oh, okay, we'll think about it. And then five years later, okay, we've executed this thing. We're gonna do the thing where people can download demos. Everyone else has been doing it for the last five or ten years, but we're doing it now, or we're doing it right. It's it's very uh. With the, that's, that's the joke people make about Apple. I'm like, oh, that, on Android, Android had that that feature years ago. Like Apple's like, we've done it. Here it is. <laughs> I, I could have done that on Android years ago. I'm like, but we're doing it over here now on an iOS. <laughs> it's a I don't know, arrogance or or need to to make sure it works properly. I get. I think that that's a, the Nintendo and Apple are very similar mentalities, even though one's a very Japanese company and the other's a very American company. You okay over there? Yeah, no, I have some cookies. Cookies. Oh, you found. Oh, that's right. You found some cookies. Old tech, prettier package. Yeah, that that's that's, that's Nintendo and that's Apple. They take something. They, uh, I, the the way I used to defend it back when I was a Nintendo, I was like, "Oh, Nintendo likes to make sure things work correctly the first time they put it out, <laughs> even though the Switch is a better version of the Wii U." Oh, they screwed that up the first time, but the techno the idea wasn't ready for the technology available at the time. But this download station, uh, they had reps like me set up these little, you know, literally set up other DSs. They program a cartridge that would just broadcast out demos and if you go and watch the YouTube video <laughs> uh, you get to see how it would theoretically work. Sorry, I had to unplug it. It's fully charged. Oh, cool. I didn't turn my phone. And so, where was I? Oh. Yeah, you could download demos. I'd set up these little download stations. They, they were at Target, they were at Walmart, they were at GameStop, Toys R Us, and Best Buy. The ones people really cared about were like at GameStop and Toys R Us because they were the ones who actually got the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon distribution cartridges. GameStop, like uh, after a while, uh, they they uh, they stopped doing the have a person sit at Toys R Us for you know three hours and a bunch of kids line up with their Game Boys and connect the Game Boys via two cables and trade one Pokemon for the for the rare one. I think the the last one they did, I, I was was I was I was still working though I was working there. Like it was fire red and leaf green. That they had a there's a Mew distribution and like every Toys R Us got two cartridges and two Game Boys so I could trade and then after a while they realized we don't need to be going through this. We can just set up the, the for so for set up these cartridges for the DS. 
So Toys R Us all, had a Pokemon distribution all the time. They have a special cartridge. They pop that thing in, and then kids could come in with their DS, with their Pokemon Diamond or Pearl or whatever. And they could download whatever the special Pokemon. That one actually would save onto the cartridge. These other demos from the regular download station, they, they wouldn't save. It's like a quick demo, and as soon as you turned off your, your DS, the demo would go away. And part, part of my job was to go track all these things. I had to, like, when that was one of my tasks. Like, oh, I'm inside this Target. Uh, like, for, for example, at Target, I'd have to hide it in the, in the glass case where they had the games when they used to have glass cases. And then, like, later on, we, like, when they got rid of the glass cases, they had all the, they, they, what they have now, those little, uh, those, like, magnet cases that are, like, zip-tied to... <laughs> To, to the shelves, uh, we had, we had to, I think we had to, we had to hide it in the, the in the interactive unit. I have to go ask for the keys. Oh, can I get into my interactive? I have to check something. And it was like similar with with uh, Best Buy. We had to hide it in the interactive. It was just a. <laughs> it was always like silly little things when I was an Nintendo rep. So yeah, these DSs, the download station, people thought it was a sophisticated computer. I'm like, nope, it was just another DS with a cartridge. Plugged into, plugged into a, a power outlet, so it would just be on 24/7. And some people would take advantage of it, and other others wouldn't. It's funny there'd be some stores where like no one would ever download anything, and there were, I think, there was a, a I'll say like the Walmart over here in Buena Park it always had like hundreds of downloads. People I guess would like come by with their DSs back in the height of, of the regular DS, and and download demos. And try them out over and over. I think occasionally there was DLC for certain games, but I think for the most part it was all just either you know a, a, a game you could play or, or a demo, a game you play or, or a video. I'm sorry, a demo video of you can watch a video of a <laughs> of a game on your on your DS. Very very primitive. You didn't need Wi-Fi. You just had to go to a, your local store. And download it. Obviously, later on with the you know 3DS and and whatnot, they they didn't need to make these stations anymore. You can just connect your system to the internet and do that. But yeah, I, that's uh, I made that video today. I, I, I it occurred to me last week as I was digging through the the tubs in in my office at work. I was like, oh, the download station. I was like, I should make a video of this. I you know, I still have a, a shit ton of the, the the cartridges themselves. I just Picked a random one and, and did the video today. So now it's just a uh, constant. I need to find more stuff to do because uh, I've been doing these unboxing videos, but I don't, I only have a finite amount of games uh, uh, from my own collection. I need to. <laughs> if only we had a service that only served up videos, right? <laughs> the the years uh, two thousand and three, Nintendo tried to like put. Uh, uh, cartoons on Game Boy Advance cartridges. There, there were special cartridges that could hold a whole bunch of data for 2003-2004 standards. Uh, GBA videos. There, there was a crazy person out there. Like I guess he buys the, those, the, those cartridges and he erases them and he puts like actual movies on them. <laughs> it, 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 it's insane. You can you can watch an actual movie. It probably take multiple cartridges and it's like on whatever. <laughs> whatever definition a, a GBA video would be 
which was it was it was ideal for animation, I guess. But I don't know about anything modern. I think the I think the the, the joke article I saw someone who put the the Christopher Nolan movie Tenet across three Game Boy Advance cartridges. You have to like pop the cartridge in. <laughs> Movies. I don't know what they're doing now. But yeah, I. I'm, I, I'm so yeah. The other weekend, I was going through uh, the garage at my mom's house. And I'm just digging through stuff. I got, I got find some. I got a mind for content, and gotta get, get that content. That's a, that's a, the challenge of being this content creator. If if I'm trying to make five videos a week, I'm like, all right, that's five pieces of content. It's like I. I can't just like make up stuff. Like I, I come on here for an hour every week and, and and talk to you guys off the top of my head. More so today than than most other weeks because I I didn't watch the latest episode of Winning Time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try try to do that tomorrow or, or the next day. So, you know, I still haven't watched uh, the Batman. I'm waiting till that shows up on on HBO Max. I'm like, well, my coworkers like, why 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 haven't you watched the uh? The Batman movie. Oh, time to start unboxing random things at work. Yeah, that's I, I gotta get permission for for those. I gotta, hey boss, is it cool if I just start unboxing all kinds of random shit? <laughs> as long as you make one for the for the, for for our business accounts, I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> make double videos, one for me and one for the business account, because I can't put my plugs in the business one. <laughs> It's like I, I I wish I had started doing this sooner because before I would do like unboxing videos from stuff that from work every so often and those would be like oh the biggest video my my biggest video was like last year the this game Alex Kid in Miracle World DX like, I was doing videos for for the 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 release at work and I I repurposed them for for my purposes and I I got a fuck ton of reviews and like. It wasn't like a major game, but a lot of people searched for it around the time it came out. So I was like, oh man, I, I, I knew that the unboxing thing was a thing, but I didn't want to be an unboxing guy. But right now, I, right now getting the content is more important than my own uh, quote-unquote uh, pride or morals. I'm like, I don't want to do it that way. <laughs> that, 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 that reminds me of uh, the early days of the podcast. Where like I, I was just trying to have a theme every week, and uh, executive producer Sam Zia always is like, "Let's just bring in porn stars. <laughs> Let's just bring in porn stars who are nerds, and we'll talk nerd stuff with the porn stars." I'm like, "Then you know what happens then, Sam? Then become we become the porn star show, and then when we don't have porn stars, no one's gonna watch. <laughs> we become very dependent on something that that's uh, that's unreliable." <laughs> Surprise egg videos make millions. That's that's insane. Like it, it's like I'm I'm trying to find something that, that helps get the the more more views onto the what we're doing here. So that way the other the other quality content I I I already do gets more eyes on it. But this, yeah, this whole—that's the, the unboxing thing. That's the—that's the—that's the compromise I've—I've I've made internally, morally, with myself. I was like, oh, okay. I'd... <laughs> Do it.
do pay no mind to the random noises in the background. <laughs> it's just my wife trying to do her homework. Yeah, being sick all week really put a damper on ideas for <laughs> what I was going to talk about. I'm like, sometimes I, I can totally come on here and improvise just about video games for 45 minutes and... I'm I'm still uh, I'm still recovering from uh, what ailed me all weekend, which really messed up my messed me up good. Left me like mentally in shambles for a couple of days. Yeah, like if if a kid playing with toys makes billions, he's like, oh, I, I I can open video game boxes and talk about the contents. <laughs> And if I can make a few extra hundred bucks, that would be great. <laughs> I'm not trying to be Ryan's toy review. I just want to make some supplemental income for my family. <laughs> I think that, that, that's my end game. Oh, well, I'm feeling, thank, thankfully I'm feeling well enough to, to come on the show and, and not feel like I have to run to the can. Now, that, that, that was my fear leading up to Monday. I'm like, okay, can I hold it together for 30 to 45 minutes and not have to be like, oh, I need to put up a sign with the, the drunk cameraman. <laughs> that's a, that's the thing we always wanted to do back when, when I still had uh, Pete and Sam around. We wanted to uh, have an, uh, that image of the, the drunk cameraman from The Simpsons whenever something went wrong in the show. <laughs> Just throw up the, the, the image of the drunk cameraman. <laughs> Especially, yeah, the show was was wackier in the beginning. It was more out of control when I had the unpredictability of, of Sam Zia, who would randomly start doing weird impressions that made absolutely no sense because they were all the same voice. It was always just he was doing a Mario impression, and he'd be like, "I'm Dave Franco." <laughs> Those were the weeks where I'm like, Sam, why? He's the producer. He, he was entertaining an audience of one himself. <laughs> and if he thought, if it makes me laugh, it's going to make everybody laugh. But but good old Sam, his humor does, doesn't hit everybody the same way. <laughs> he just kept running by. Like, it's a me, a Dave Franco. I'm like, why? Why, Sam? Why are you doing this to me, brother? It's like, I, I, I do miss the spontaneity, but I don't miss the headaches. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's countless times, if you, if you go back and you watch those, those early episodes, you, you see my eyes roll from one side to the other when Sam completely would derail the entire show <laughs> because he thought it was boring and he needed to, to nuke, uh, nuke everything. <laughs> It's like nope, we're, we're, we're me and Peter talking about a nerdy thing that Sam doesn't care about. So wait, nope, I don't care. Kablooey! Did you remember how the game controller looked like a dildo? <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> and I think that led to like a fifteen conversation about like, oh, that's funny because the GameCube was used to be called the Dolphin. And the Dolphin is a well-known sex toy. <laughs> The code name for the GameCube was the Dolphin. 
I don't know. That's Nintendo just called it the Dolphin internally. Like even if you go to the if you look at the bottom of a GameCube, it says a DOL as part of its model number because it was a Dolphin. That was because they, they just have funny, cute nicknames. The Xbox One was known as the Scorpio. Yeah. The Nintendo 64 was like the the uh, the Ultra 64, and then the the Nintendo DS was the Nitro. So all the all the DS stuff, all the all the serial numbers start with NTR, Nitro. That's crazy. Uh, and then, oh, then oh, my 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 favorite, and I feel like the worst name change that happened. The Nintendo Wii. You know, Want to know what the original name of the Nintendo Wii was? It was the Revolution. Everybody loved Nintendo Revolution. Everyone loved it. And then even on the bottom of every every Wii, it says RVL dash zero zero one or whatever. For if you're looking at the Wii console or any any uh, piece of hardware for the Wii, it was RVL Revolution. It's it's a constant reminder to me of the far superior name. But then they they um they changed that name. I believe I I forget who I asked. I forget if it was uh, <laughs> which I forgot who's which high level executive whose time I wasted. <laughs> Where like I went to the Nintendo meeting. And I'm like, why do we call it the Wii? The Revolution was such an awesome name. <laughs> oh, they told me that the reason they changed the name from the from the from the Revolution to the Wii was the Revolution has negative connotation. In other countries, where they would probably want to try to sell the system, uh, i.e., right. China. <laughs> right. yeah. Any totalitarian regime that wants that where they wanted to probably sell Nintendo consoles, selling something called the Revolution, probably not conducive in China, which is a market they were really trying to get into at the time. <laughs> Even though they were. Awesome. They were producing a lot of Game Boys for us, but we weren't allowed to sell Nintendo stuff. So yeah, I I understood. I from a business perspective, I, okay, I got it. Yeah, that's why you couldn't call it the Revolution. It was it was a cool buzzword for you know what they were trying to do, and it was kind of a revolution in gaming. And I, I still have paperwork where it's like where it's where I have it says Nintendo Revolution on it. I was trying, I was desperately trying to find it. The previous weekend when I was at my mom's, I'm like, I gotta find this. This is gonna make for a great YouTube video. But yeah, there was one time on the podcast where, yeah, because the GameCube controller it looks like a like a three prong. It looks like a trident, or no, not even a trident. It looks like it's like a manta ray with balls. That's what the GameCube controller looks like. Even though I love the, it's 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 easy to hold. But yeah, Sam's like, it's a vibrator. And so yeah, the the dolphin vibrator controller for her pleasure. <laughs> and I think someone in chat mentioned, oh yeah, that, that in Japan they, they for for a music game they released a literal vibration controller, which was the intended purpose was you put it somewhere sensitive, and so while you're playing the game, it would vibrate with the music. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, right there, Daniel. Hashtag because Japan. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I just derailed the show on myself. That's that, that's what you do. <laughs> ah, 
I felt like I had some other stuff, and I'm just like right now my 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 mind is blanking out right now. That's 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 that. The what? That's just what happens sometimes. That's just what happens. So yesterday was the anniversary. I believe it was the. Uh, let me make sure I'm doing my math correctly. 11 year anniversary of the Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> Dangwalk says, "Ask Rosa to slap me. <laughs> to slap me. <laughs> slap you. Ask Rosa to slap you." Well, she she's busy doing homework. She she has no time to come over here and and, and lay one on me <laughs> to see if I can rattle something out of this this beat up old brain of mine. Yeah, but yeah, the 3DS was 11 years ago, which I I'm sure if I go check my Facebook memories, I'm sure I did a video of that uh, on YouTube where like t- it was the 10 year anniversary last year. And it's like yeah, I, I I trip out on how everything just keeps like you know. Time keeps moving forward. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, 11 years ago. Crazy. I, I, time is a flat circle. It, it, it doesn't seem that long ago that I was uh, be, being a Nintendo rep. I was hanging out at a Toys R Us on a Sunday morning. Uh, trying to explain to people why they got to spend 250 bucks on this thing that's going to cross their eyes. <laughs> They're like, oh, if your child is under six years old, you need to turn off the 3D, please. <laughs> that that was, yeah, that was an incredibly awkward time as a, as a rep. I, I always Nintendo too many times put the employees in very awkward situations where it's like, oh, you okay over there? What do you need? Triple A? Double A? Well, I'll solve that for you in about 10 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, the the, uh, the 3DS, I, I think there's no system I did more demos for than the 3DS. I think literally from like March of 2011 till the day I, I left, <laughs> they had us going out almost every weekend. Well, especially that that 2011, they they were sending us out every weekend to like, please go convince people to buy this. The only way people can you know experience it is if they have it in their hands. And we we hadn't uh, done the the conversions of converting the uh, all the demo units yet. I think I forget. I think it was shortly after the launch. I came home and there was a hundred and twenty boxes in my backyard. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm installing 3ds's for the next month or so <laughs> and it was a yeah it, it was just the people were just so adversarial about it because <laughs> some people it was cool like I remember the, the joke I always made was like oh the 3DS is like the matrix you can't know what it is until you see it I can't explain it to you you have to see it for yourself and it was it, it I, conceptually it was always cool it just wasn't I, I feel like it wasn't practical I know right now, like VR, that's like the that's the thing right now. But I I think that's something else that's cool, but not practical. Like I I I can't sit there and play that for several hours. Just like with the with the 3D mode on a on a 3DS game, I'm like I really can't sit here and stare at this thing in 3D for a long period of time. If, like how I, how I would normally play my portal games, 
when, when, when I when I was it in 2012 or 2013 when I got Fire Emblem Awakening. I played 220 hours, and I'm not a single one of them were in 3D because I'm like I don't need to see the the game in 3D. I'm I'm having fun as it is. I think all I think all the fights were in 3D. I'm like I'm too busy strategizing how I'm gonna win this battle without losing any of my my soldiers. You dumb game. I don't care about the 3D. I think. The only one I ever really like used the 3D on, I think, for practical purpose, I think it was Super Mario 3D Land for the uh, for the 3DS. That's the only one I think where because it you you practically had to, like it was it was more practical in the use the the, the engineers at, you know, and in Nintendo EAD I forget what it, that one stands for but it's like one of their primary game development groups and uh, they, they they were they were clever about hiding stuff in 3D like oh you can only see it if you turn on the 3D like oh okay there's a hidden block oh there's a hidden item oh you, there's the coins are hidden behind those, those 3D objects so you see dang i think there was uh, too many people who had that case you were where people got motion sick yeah, you 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 got sick and that's that's what happened to a lot of people it's like eventually was it like i think not long after I left, they put out the 2DS. We're like, oh, you can play all your 3DS games in 2D. <laughs> this system has no 3D capability whatsoever. I think the the first one they made, I think it was like specifically targeted to children. I think it was, uh, uh, I think by no coincidence, I think the 2DS came out along with Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. Those were the first... Uh, 3DS Pokemon games. I, I was not around for those. But I, I remember, yeah, I was like, right at the same time, I was like, oh. 2DS. <laughs> and I think they, they ended up doing like uh, a 2DS XL, which was like, oh, wow, that actually was kind of cool. I, I would have picked up one of those if I had, if I didn't already have a 3DS XL or like the new 3DS. I think I bought one of those things eventually. I think that was the last. 3DS I bought. I didn't get any of the, the the super fancy Zelda ones or or Pikachu ones or whatever. I think when all those other there was one that I think looked like a Super Nintendo. And I think I had wanted that one, but I was like, I don't have a spare $180 to be buying another system. I liked it better when I got them for free from Nintendo. <laughs> It was a lot easier. It was a lot easier to have a shitload of 3DSs when Nintendo just kept sending them to me, <laughs> or I could buy one of those nice ones uh, at the at the employee discount. But yeah, that like it's just back to the original point of this. I I still can't believe that that's like 11 years ago. In my brain, it feels like that was like it was five years ago, and then like oh, Disney was like four years ago. <laughs> It's like, oh, apparently uh, the, the, the Rosa and I's first date was four years ago yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> but then with, with, with Tiger, it feels longer than two years. It feels like we've had Tiger for longer than two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Daniel Wong says here, after kids, everything is 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, us driving to to White Memorial, that was 10 years ago. (laughs) 
We're driving to White Memorial because we were like, "Oh, you're gonna have this kid today." What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> yeah, time, time. Yeah, especially becoming parents has really warped my sense of time. Hmm. Car. Yeah, somebody is sleepy. Mm, CP, yeah. Bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. Tiger climbed into the bed with us last night. It was adorable. But I, I can't speak for my wife, but I, yeah. I I kept I kept waking up. <laughs> Panicked to make sure like one, I didn't kick him. <laughs> Two, I didn't knock him off the bed or three, I, ca- I, I would catch him if he tried to climb out of the bed face first. Not that he would do that. <laughs> he is sharp enough to not do that, but... Hmm. Yeah, needless to say, my my sleep was not great last night. I, I How about you, wife? <laughs> I'm with you when it's about five in the afternoon. That's right. You did go to sleep at five in the afternoon. <laughs> both both you and him went to sleep at five in the afternoon. You 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 clocked it. <laughs> The mommy Spidey sense. She sensed that it was gonna be a, because Tiger didn't go down for his nap during the day, so it was like, uh oh, he's gonna either gonna stay up really late or he's gonna wake up in the middle of the night, and it was the latter. Because uh, yesterday I I did the move. I always I always I think I've threatened this so many times where I'm like, oh what? Okay, what if he doesn't take the nap, I'm just gonna take him in the car and just drive around till he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. I've been threatening that for two years, and I finally like pulled, like because poor Rosa was like you know need, she needed she needed a nap because she had you had a rough day and a rough night the night before, and so, and then he just it is funny like right when you said I really need a nap that's when Tiger's like I'm gonna make more noise now I'm gonna turn on all like like he that's when he started turning on all the noise making toys I was like really dude no don't turn that. He's like, vroom, vroom, beep, 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 we're on our way. And I just looked at him, I'm like, hey, Tiger, outside? And he was so cute. He was like, ooh, outside. He got up and he grabbed his shoes. He was like, outside? Outside? <laughs> Daniel says, they know. They know. Oh, you want to sleep? Oh, I need to make more noise. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, outside? Outside? And he... And he <laughs> kids like puppies apparently are assholes it's like our asshole cat and it, it was so cute like dude grabs his shoes he's putting on his shoes and like we're going to the car and tiger goes our car black because he knows our car is black I'm like alright cool perfect there's no deception here <laughs> it's like let's go downstairs let's go for a ride you jump in the car and he's like, so many trees, <gasps> truck, <gasps> bus. And at first I was worried. I was like, oh, he's like super engaged. I'm like, oh, he's not going to fall asleep. He's like super happy. He's like, he's happy to be outside. We're driving right over where we live. There's a big hill. Usually the, once we come down the hill, he's done so. We, I'm going up the hill and he's like, Trees, so many trees. He's like looking at all the trees on the hill, and he's like looks wide awake. And then we get to reach the top of the hill, 
And he's, and he's like, oh, no, he's, I can tell. He's like, oh, uh-oh, it's hitting him. I was like, I was kind of watching it with one eye. With one eye, I was on the road. The other eye, I was looking at the, the rearview mirror. And he's starting to hit him. He's like, oh, mm. coming down, coming down the hill before we even hit the 7-Eleven. Boom. He was like, mm, mm. done. He was out. Make the left at Colima, pop a U-turn at the legal U-turn. Come back over the hill. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm bringing him back home. I'm going to put him in his bed. <laughs> I ain't going to be wasting gas out here. Hell no. <laughs> I had to come back home because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom? You were in perfect shape. I was like, okay, perfect timing. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to get this kid to his bed. And then come right back, pull in. Take him out, and he's like half asleep. Oh, hugs. I'm like, all right, hug. Rubs back. Carry him upstairs. I'm taking off his shoes as we're going up the stairs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Toss the shoes to the side. Get inside. In it. In it. I put him down, and he was down. Mommy was asleep. Baby was asleep. Daddy hurriedly tiptoes to the bathroom. And Daddy comes out of the couch and falls asleep <laughs> afterwards. Oh, that's when I put a blanket over him. Uh, well, no, eventually, yeah. <laughs> and I came out, took a nap, woke up, eat a baby and Jay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I didn't watch the, the Lakers show because I wanted to watch it with you. I know. And I want to watch it after this. Like, we're going to watch after this. You know what? Thank you for watching. <laughs> You don't understand. I love this Lakers show. It is so ridiculous. What? You you don't know about, or, yeah. Uh, yeah I or you don't know, or right, right. Basket like the Laker Lakers basketball eighties had no relevance to you because you were a child. <laughs> like I it. Didn't like basketball. You didn't like basketball, sports. Mm-hmm. And the the show was written by the 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 people who worked on Anchorman and and Talladega Nights and you know, all all that stuff. So it's it's hilarious. It it's intentionally sometimes hilarious and sometimes unintentionally hilarious. Oh really? I feel like that that was my job for several years at Nintendo, trying to because parents would always ask me, "Oh, I need a gift for my kid." I'm like, "What does your kid like?" Oh, the data's right there. <laughs> Here, let me pull the kid aside. Let me ask him what he wants, and I'll tell you what to get him. <laughs> kid, <laughs> kid, what do you want? For, kid, what do you want for Christmas? I'll go tell him. Tell, tell him what game. I'll tell him. I figured it out. <laughs> but then. Actually, like half the time, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. What do you like to play? <laughs> it is coming down. All right, <laughs> we're gonna wrap this sucker up because I, I want to go watch Winning Time. If you're not watching Winning, if you have HBO Max, I highly recommend Winning Time. If you have someone else's HBO Max password, I highly recommend Winning Time. <laughs> yeah. Bring some, bring some joy. 
it, it's hilarious. The, 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 the actor who's playing Jerry West is giving me such delight in his manic performance. Just this manic, crazy performance of, of this tortured athlete who's like, I, I can't do it anymore. I physically, if I could play for you, I will, but I can't. And, I, and, these, and these players can't play as good as I did, so it drives me crazy, and I just scream at him. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, I understand that. I get, what he, I get where he's coming from. <laughs> it's like the, the misery of greatness he became you need sand dabs <laughs> they're sand dabs for those of you who have watched the show you want to hear something trippy All right, the guy who played the actor who played Jack Kent Cook that's the same actor who played the kid in Caddyshack if that just makes you feel instantly old <laughs> Noonan 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 it's the same guy I learned that on Twitter, and it just instantly turned, like, it made my back ache, and I got, like, 15 more gray hairs on my goatee. <laughs> it's like, the kid from Caddyshack is the old man in winning time? What? Times of last circle. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook, at DreGP Podcast. Make sure you find us on YouTube, go hit that sub button, subscribe to the show, like, comment on the videos, uh, YouTube, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, get us more subs so I can just say YouTube for slash Dre GP Podcast, but we're not there yet, but we're getting closer. And finally, if you want to be awesome like Daniel Wong, if you want to be awesome like Ryan Tanaka, you want to be a Patreon, a patron of this show, go to patreon.com. And search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And go donate there. That money goes directly to help pay for the behind-the-scenes costs of the show. And yes, there are behind-the-scenes costs. Thanks to Daniel and thanks to Ryan, we're able to keep the show up in perpetuity on SoundCloud, which is where it distributes all over to all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, Daniel, since you're a patron, well, well, you know, I already know what Daniel's answer is to this. He says that the the, the show is its own reward. I know I've, I've asked this before, and, and Daniel, being the sweet, sweet man that he is, like I say, like, what do what do our patrons want to see on the Patreon to, 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 to as a bonus? And I know Daniel, the show is its own reward. I guess we'll need to ask Ryan, or if anyone is thinking to become a patron, what what content would make you? want to step over that line and contribute money. If, there, if there's some sort of content that you'd want to, you're willing to pay to see. I, I believe, I mean, I think uh, Pete's old joke was always, me watching the movies I refuse to watch, like X-Men Origins Wolverine or Ang Lee's Hulk or watching Spider-Man 3 again. There's several movies which I refuse, or the Halle Berry Catwoman. There's several movies I refuse to watch, but we always joke that if we had enough Patreons, I would watch it, and then we would record my reaction to that movie, and the Patreons could see my utter disgust and or pain, because that's what I've learned from studying Twitch lately. People like to see their content creators suffer. There's a... 
there's a there's a they, they derive joy out of like seeing them like oh the the frustration or the or the or the sadness of their content creator like there's a guy I was watching playing Castlevania and uh, they were playing like on on PC so they randomized the game so it was super difficult and like every time he progressed further it was like the wrong item and then people were like yeah on the chat they're just like delighting it and he's like this is the wor- this is the worst run ever and everyone's in the and then the chat's like or the best run and it, it was kind of awesome because this guy overcame like he was missing so many key items to progress but he still kept trying to find a way to finish the game and he he was abject suffering but it's like oh he picked up so many new followers because he was doing it on a, on a, on a charity stream <laughs> and like he got a follow out of me and I, I watch him play K- Castlevania every so often I, I put him on in the background he, he was actually very funny <laughs> see Daniel says he doesn't want to see me suffer <laughs> so well, no. Daniel's the wrong person to ask but that's, but that's a different type a type of yeah you're asking what kind of content what kind of content? And then Daniel earlier says, yes, the show is definitely its own reward. And he's the wrong person to ask. So but I was like, we're asking potential patrons. What do they want? What would they be willing to pay for to get them to get their, their dollar a month or $2 a month uh, to, to, for the Patreon? Well, we'll, we'll figure that. I've been, I've been working shopping that for years, obviously. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching. Thank you, especially uh, Daniel and Warren who, who popped in here. I feel like someone else had popped in. Someone else, Adelaide was was watching. Uh, surprisingly, it wasn't your mom. She must be busy waiting for the new Wordle to pop up. You already got it. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I got today's hurdle. There, there's a there's a music one. I got it in one second today. I was very proud of myself. It was a it was a softball for me, but. Still very proud, very proud. I got it in one second. It was, it was, it was, it was very easy. That, that, that game is either I'm going to get it in one second or I'm never going to get it. That's what that game is like for me. <laughs> Feast or famine. Again, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Warren. Thank you, Adelaide, for for joining us today live. If you want to join us on our live audience, just tune in on to our Facebook channel Monday nights. We broadcast at some time <laughs> between 9 p.m. and 10 p.m. It's random. It's we we are we are at the whimsy of a toddler here. So you have to keep that in mind. We used to come on at 8 p.m. sharp at the in the early days of the podcast. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha! I'm talking about like before then. I'm talking about like I'm talking like five years ago. I'm talking about five years ago. We used to come on at 8 p.m. sharp, and then I went and had to go meet you and fall in love with you. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And then we we had to go and have a kid. Double sorry, not sorry. And now we are at the whimsy of a of a toddler. And that's a wonderful, hilarious. This morning blew us away. And today's sentence is brought to you by Tiger. What was the sentence this morning? I... Oh, so many cars. Oh, so many cars. That's right. He looked upon his empire and he said, "Oh, so many cars." He said a sentence. The kid is like twenty-six months old. About to be 27 months? Mm-hmm. My God. Maybe that's the Patreon content. Daddy and Tiger watch a movie and you just hear Tiger's commentary. <laughs>
that's the I'm telling you that that that's the, that's the future Patreon ti- Tiger doing fun stuff with Tiger. All right, we have to watch TV now. We have to go watch Lakers. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. And as is tradition now, I do this.